Okay, we spoke previously about the Chinuch about Chinuch for gratitude for Goris Hatov, which explains the reasons for it and the mailing that is. The next thing I want to talk about is uh, something which is well sp- often spoken about. So maybe the Chidushim here, but it's nevertheless, if we're discussing a topic, we have to discuss all the Pratim. And uh, the next thing I want to talk about is Chinuch for Kvayratar. And why is it important? Because the Gemara says in Shabbos that if a person is Mechavid Tamil Chachamim, so his children will be Tamil Chachamim. Madach Mechavid Rabbanin, or the Mekh Rabbanin, or the Rabbanin Rabbanin. Why? Why? So we're going to learn a principle which is a Yesod in Chinuch altogether, and just apply to this specifically. And that is that what a, a parent considers important is mechabed. He values kilo naturally becomes something which by the child becomes important to. And therefore, if uh, the relationship is good and the child wants to uh, connect to the value system of the parent, so then what's considered important to the parent is automatically going to be important to the child. And very often, we, we say that a person doesn't need to instruct his children to, in, a, in a certain derech if it's something he does himself. If it's something a person's mechava on his own and he gives chashivas to on his own, so then that's the best chinuch there is. Because the children will see that this is what my, my father considers important. And we made that's considered important. They are considered important also. And uh, therefore, let's say, we have stories of Gdali Yisrael. We never went out of their way to mechanic their children, for example, about the importance of learning Torah. They didn't because it wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary because in a fast where a person grows up with that sense of chashivas of Torah and that sense of connection to Torah, it's then automatically, it's what you have to tell me that's important, it's something a person can see the whole time. And... Uh, not only therefore is it not necessary to, to explain to someone this is important, this is what's chashav, that someone a person can see on their own, uh, but the, it's much more effective. It's much more effective. The, the, the message of this is what's chashav, because this is what I see my parents consider chashav, is a much stronger message than this is what's chashav because my parents are telling me that this is chashav. So, therefore, the, what the Gemara is saying about the Chachamim is just one application of this principle but the first you cited the principle is that if you, what your children are going to see as being important is what their parents see as being important often um, you see children of, of Rebbeim or whatever that are, that are very resentful we'll see about that people can make mistakes even like pick it up. Right, people can make mistakes and we're going to talk about what could go wrong but firstly the principle and therefore the, that's, that's the study that's the, the, what we'd expect to happen what we expect to happen is what's considered important uh, to a parent as I said if there's a good connection to the parent and the child becomes important to the child too if there's not a good connection then I'd have that's exactly what the child's going to rebel against because if this is what his parent considered important and he doesn't like his parents so then that's, that's what I see as being a connection to something which I don't I don't attach important that, uh, that, that, that topic 
reminds me or associates with the parent who I don't like, so therefore I'm going to rebel against both. Uh, but if there is a good relationship, which is what I said before, so Adarabha, what's, what's considered important to the parent naturally becomes something the child thinks is important as well. And but, but, the, the caveat is, and that is, like we said before, different that, that this works if it's true. This works if it's true. Because uh, you, a child isn't someone who just listens to his father's shirim or his advice or whatever it is. A child is someone who sees his father the whole time. And therefore, you can see very well what's really important what's not really important. It's not a question of being able to give drushas which people only see in a certain setting. If your child's living with you, you have a so you can see what's, what's important. In other words, to give drushas about how important it is to daven, but then I see my father doesn't get up to daven in chill. He davens like uh, in, the, in the lounge 20 minutes before running off. So then I can see that he doesn't give chashivas to daven. What he says makes no difference. And if a person talks about the chashivas of Torah, well, what does he do in his free time? He reads the newspaper, he sits and learns. And if a person talks about the chashivas of Stalker, and so what happens every time he knocks on the door. In other words, what a per- the, the, the drushes and what a person says doesn't really have an influence. Because when someone's living with you, they, they, they see how you act. They see what you do. And therefore, we're talking about chashivas that a person gives for something. It's the chashivas that they're not that they speak about, but the chashivas they actually have, what they actually do do. That's what then, then you can see it's important. Then you can see it's real. And then it has more effect than anything you're going to say. Because what you're going to say is, I think you should be like this. I think this is, you should be, you should do this. Well, actually, you shouldn't. If it's talking for why aren't you doing it too? And, like I said, often, if the, if the father is doing it also, so he doesn't need to talk about it. It's something which is understood. It's something the child wants to do. Just like uh, the, na- the nature of a little child is, they, want, they, they think, of, when they grow up, they also want to be like the parents. They want to be a, a mommy or a daddy or whatever they're going to call the parents. It's natural. They see the, the, children, the parents as bigger than them and as uh, something they aspire to be the same as well. And if there's a certain identity that the, the parent has, then they'll want to be that too. Is that true for every single thing? Because I've got a special example in my mind. Like children who have a good relationship with their parents and they try to do the same as, as them. Like, for example, the father is coming all the time, every, every day on time to Shafis, and none of these children do that. Why not? You see, he's getting chashivas, he's always coming on time and thing. It's a good relationship, they want to be exactly <coughs> on certain topics, so, they don't want to be like Why not? Okay. It's a good question. The, the pastures should be. Now, this is something which is important to the parent, the machshivat. Then it's something naturally, the, the children learn to be machshiv also. Now, I'm not saying there aren't Yetzirah's later in life, I'm not saying there aren't other factors which. Not, not, everyone's, not every child of a tzaddik is guaranteed they're going to be a tzaddik. We're talking now the first step, the chashivas. <coughs> We're talking to little, little children. They want to be machshiv something. What they see there is important to the parents. What they see is important to the parents. And. Uh, and therefore, what, what's real, uh, and, uh, what's real about the parents, what they, what they already are, Machshiv, becomes something which is uh, 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 seen by the children as being something good and something to look up to and something to try to be as well. How does a father who isn't capable of learning or isn't capable of doing it certainly? Oh, so that's what I'm going to get. Uh, let me see the question I wanted to talk about. So now, therefore, the first point is, for a person who's doing it themselves, for a person who themselves is doing exactly what they want their child to do, so then they're the best example of it with one more condition. You have to match with it and you have to show you're happy with it. 
a person who's being forced to do something, uh, then he says, yeah, I have to do it. I don't have a choice. That's not called being machshivet. That's called being not machshivet, but saying, I don't have a choice. And that's if I tell my child, listen, I'm forced into this. I can't help it. So he's going to think, well, I'm going to run away from it so I don't get forced into the same thing. But if a person's machshiv what he's doing, and he considers it important, and he considers that what I'm doing is chashiv, and I want to do it, and it's important, so that, that gives a, a value system. Children consider it important too. I always give an example. I always give an example, just from my experience, and Rabbi, but uh, because uh, for me it just proves this principle. And that is that years ago, I started to try and be mafid to Davinet. It's not a halacha, it's a chumrah, it's a mile, whatever you're going to call it, it's definitely not a halacha. Okay, so I try, I try for myself to be mafid to Davinet every day. Was it something I ever said is a person has to do or should do or not? It was my thing. It was my thing. I never did it by, I did it by myself. I wasn't, I didn't make a big ASIC ever about the importance of it. It was my, 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 my personal zakh, I tried to do. Uh, when my oldest child got old enough to want to come to Shul, so I said, you know, uh, whatever it was, in Shabbos, uh, yeah, we'll go to later Shul, so that you can go to Shul. No, I want to come with you tonight. I think it's a good idea. It's so early in the morning, whatever it is. No, no, no. That's, uh, that's what we done. I'm getting up for this. Okay, so I'm not going to start. So you don't have to. And uh, the way it works is anyway. I have to go to shul later because from my shul here, so afterwards, after shabbos, I go to shul for shabbos. I don't know, I'm or whatever. So you can come later to shul. It's fine. No, I want to get up for that. I'm not going to stop you. I think it's such a good idea. But whatever you want. And the second one, and the third one, and the fourth one, and the fourth one. Everyone got all that to go shul. No, they have to get up for that. And it's, why? You don't. You don't have to go. It's not the halacha. It's a chumra. And it's hard. It's early in the morning and it's probably cold. So why are you doing it? No, I said, you do. I said, you don't have to. It's not even, it's not, you, know, you can look at Chilot Davin in a normal time, get up there. Chilot, it's a chash of a thing. You see, it's a chash of a thing. And therefore, everyone's willing to get up early because it's chash of It's nothing I ever spoke about in Chilot. I never discussed it, I never spoke about the mind of it. But when you see somebody, the parents, that just by them is chashev, becomes chashev by the children also. Agav, out of those five children, four of them are girls. But they're up for nights every Shabbos morning. Because, Now, again, I'm, not, I'm just giving this an example of chashevus is what the parents really machshev. You don't have to be darshan about it, and you don't have to make a big deal about it. But Yashiv's daughter said that what gave them Atara wasn't drushes that their father gave them. But every night when they were sleeping and they woke up in the night, they heard the, the sing of their father's learning. So he was always up learning. Like whenever, he used to get up two in the morning and then at home, until four, four hours straight until Shachas. So he used to go, wake up in the night to hear the sing song of Gemara. Every night, every night, every night. The Rosh never stopped. So that gave him the Hashem and The same Rav Chaim told us the same thing. I mean, talking about girls, not boys. Because he wasn't trying to you know, teach them that they... But you see by the parent what's Hashem, you get a Hashem. So the first point is that what, what children call import, consider important is what they see their parents call important. And it can go the right way, it can go the wrong way also. Uh, I heard from one of my friends, his Mashkech Masimech, that he once had a bacha in one of the programs to bring boys back on the derech again. A bacha was the son of a very chashav of So it was disgusting with him, like, you know, from such a family, what happened to you? Like, what's some... So he said, all day, my father used to speak about his terror, terror, terror. He says, but, uh, he said, one time, our next door neighbor, they got a new car. 
and he said, the way my father spoke about the new car, his voice it was like a completely different length to how he spoke about her. He spoke about Tari, you have to know, you have that car, wow, that's, that was, uh, you could tell that there was a different chashivas altogether for the new car. But that's okay, so what's more chashiv, the new car or Tari? And uh, that, that's important because if, if the chashivas is something, again, you're talking to your children, they see what's important. They see what a person does, and see what a person's machshiv and how he spends his time. So the drashos don't really work as well as what they see is really important to somebody. What is really important to somebody. So that's the first thing. To give chashivas to something is the chashivas the parents give. It's the chashivas the parents give. Now, in a, in a society of Oilam, everyone's learning, so then it's much easier to give chashivas to Torah. But there's one important thing. There's one important thing, and that is, it's not enough that you come to Kodal every day. Even if you're going to be here from full Shemir from 19 in the morning till 6, whatever the case is, it's not enough. Because your parents don't see you, your children don't see you here. They just see you left the house. As far as I know, you don't know what you do. So where do they see the Chashiva Satar? You can say, I'm going to Kodal, but what does it mean to them? Hello, what? You have to learn at home also. You have, to, you have some free time open the safer because otherwise if, it, if you think wow I've learned all day and at home I need, to, I need to relax a bit I need to take it easy I need to read a book what your, parent, what your children see is I see my father he reads books you know there's a test that they sometimes do they ask a child to draw a person but when you draw something you don't just draw them you draw them in a certain position and that's like we want to see how does a child relate to the parent so they draw your parent it's a, it's a well-known psychology thing. We draw your parents, and let's see in what position uh, they, they draw the parent. What's the parent doing in the picture? Because that shows you what in the child's mind, we're talking about little children, three, four-year-olds, what they associate the parent with is what they're going to draw the parent doing. So I had a colleague of mine, a Rob, he told me his parents, his, for whatever reason, send this child for this test. So the first thought is to draw your mother. Look at the little girl, so she drew her mother. Doing what? Talking on the phone. So she always sees her. So then he said, draw your father. Fine, so you fix your father. Like sleeping in bed. So he says, oh, so I was shocked. Like, well, that's what she thinks of me. So then he said, I thought about it. I said, every day she comes home from Gun at 1.45. And I take a nap from 1.30 till 2 o'clock. Every day she comes to the house, shh, I was sleeping. But in her mind, that's what she sees. He's asleep. So he draw a picture of her father and he's sleeping. Now, again, it could be spending, he's spending the day teaching and learning and whatever it is. But that's, she sees him sleeping. Now, it's the same thing. Yeah, if you want to be, show the chashivas to your children, what do they see you do? They only see you at home when you're relaxing, when you're sleeping, when you're taking it easy. So that's what I think you do. But if they see you at home learning and staggering and doing th- whatever it is, so that's where they see the chashivas. That they watch what you do. Won't that change once they get older and they have like, oh, he's taking a nap from lunch? It could change when they're older, but you've lost the effect of the chashivas which little children will get. Because when they're older, they'll make up their own minds what they want to do. We're talking about the chashivas a little child gets by saying, this is important because I see my parents doing it. Now, I'm not saying it isn't a makam to take it easy. What I'm saying is, there's also a makam to show your children what you're actually Because that's what they're going to pick up their chashivas too. That's the first point. That's the first point. And that is uh, one that's talking about terror. Let's talk about another aspect. Let's talk about Shabbos. Let's talk about Shabbos. Because... Again, there's a din to mechavit Shabbos, mechibadutay, so you Shabbos. But how? So here also, this is a, this is something that children who are living in your house all the time they see. And if Shabbos is day, basically is the day that the parents spend the day sleeping, so then that's what they're going to think the chashivas of Shabbos is. 
If you want to show a chashivus for Shabbos, then you have to work on making something chashiv for Shabbos, making, presenting it in a way that what, 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 what they're going to see is something that they want about Shabbos, something which is chashiv about Shabbos, that they, want to be, that they feel chashiv about that as well. Okay, so that's the first point. The first point is that there's a chashivus which you can give a child which isn't taught. It's seen by example. You can't, you can't tell someone this is important. But if you show that it's important to you, it'll become important to them too. And now the next point. What about the person who, for whatever reason, isn't able to learn themselves? Isn't able to learn themselves, but they want their children to go with the Chashiva Satir. They want their children to go with Chashiva Satir. So here, this is what the Gemara is talking about. And the answer is, even if we, the best way to be Machshiv Torah is still alone. Your child will be Machshiv Torah the most. Still alone. Always, and your children will be machshiv. That's what we do. We say no. If you're not going to do that, the next best way to be machshiv Torah is be machshiv tamelich chachamim. Be machshiv tamelich chachamim. If you say, "Wow, that guy's so special, tamelich chachamim," or "Come, we have to stand up for the Rosh Hashiva." That's a tamelich chachamim. Let's go get a bracha from him. Whatever. Is that somebody? Wow, that's someone special. Look at that. That's a tamelich chachamim. If I point to the people, the tamelich chachamim, and I show chashivas, that's what's important to me. And then again, it's not an act; it's real. I, 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 get, I show more chashivas for Tamil Chachem than I do for the president of the show, than I do for somebody who's a, who's a big philanthropist. I show chashivas for Tamil Chachem, then that gives that same sense of importance. I'm showing the whole time. That's what's important. That's what's important. And we marry the child picks up, that's like what says, man the Mokir If a person's going to show chashivas for Tamil Chachem, then the child thinks, that's chashiv, I want to be like that too. But then it has to be real. Which means that it has to be that the parents really are machshiv at Tamil Chachem. And that's the case, and that gives a sense to the children, that's what's chashat. That's what's chashat, that's what I look up to. That's what I'm there for, that's what I want to be. Now, they <coughs> spoke about that one of the main things in the Dara before the war, which sent most of the kids of the Derek in Europe, was that the people were machshiv secular professions. Which, just a few years before, the university opened the doors to Jews. So it was like the first time you could have a Jewish doctor or a Jewish professor or a Jewish whatever it was. Oh, wow, that's, that's a big thing. And, uh, oh, the Jewish Tamil Chacham, yeah, we used to Tamil it's nothing new. But now once parents started to be makshiv, you know, the, the Jewish uh, professional, so then the children all left her and went off to become professionals. That's what's important. And, uh, and, and, and some parts of all, that attitude still lingers. And that is people makshiv more secular education or whatever degrees, whatever it's going to be, than Torah. And then that's giving a wrong impression. If that's what the person's machshiv, then that's what his children are going to think is important. If a person's really machshiv tired, that means I see it, and I feel it, and I experience it, and I act, and that's more important. And that's the first point. And this brings us to a big, uh, a corollary, a side effect. And that is, I'm saying this as a word of caution, because, especially in Israel, we've had many stories of children from, like I said, chashiv families, this is, they've pointed this themselves as being an issue of why we've gone up to death. And that is, let's say, there's a certain Tamil Chacham, a certain Gadol, a certain Admar, a certain whatever it is, who you don't agree with him, for whatever reason. You don't agree with one of their shittas, you don't agree with one of their policies, you don't agree with their Mahalach. So, okay. There are hybrid Racham and Abakam. And there are arguments in Kaya Israel, not everything's agreed by everybody. But the main thing is that if you're going to always talk negatively about somebody who's considered a God will be Israel 
or a chash of a leader in Kaish, whatever it's going to be, if you're always going to disparage then Ba'atzim, your children aren't hearing the nuances that he's a problem because of this reason. Ba'atzim, you, you're being mazazan in, in the Torah of somebody's Adam Chashev. So for example, let's say, uh, even if I hold a certain shit, but Negdolim hold differently, so I'm always going to talk against the opposition, and I'm going to battle them. Yeah, yes. People make a big deal of here. It's not really such a big deal. It's time. He's a politician. It's time. He's doing it for money. Whatever it is. The answer what I'm doing is mizal in the Talmud Chacham. My children pick up is zilzul. Even the people consider me like, eh, God is not such a big deal. God is someone is a politician. God is not interested in money. They don't cap that it's this one. Yes, that one. No, whatever the case is. Even if I'm going to say that, and therefore, even if you have you have a certain shittas about certain people who considered Gadolim and Kaisra. That's Kadai. As Nate Tova, never make that a topic which Kilo you're going to use as a way to mizalz and summon to your children. But all they're going to get from it is the zilzal in someone who's considered a god of Israel. And then it's not a Dava Khashiv. If someone's considered a Tamil Khach and someone's considered a leader of Kla Israel, we match that. Do I agree? Don't I guess another question. I want children older, I can explain it, I can explain such a thing as a machla, because the different opinions that we hold like this, whatever it is. But to Mzazel personally, and somebody who's considered a godl, that that's the worst thing for your children's chinuch, because then they see this idea of that uh, being a, being someone who's considered a Talmud Chacham, a Rav, a Rosh whatever it is, isn't Chashem. My parents always make fun of them. Maybe it goes a bit further than this, but there's a famous story which the Mariel Diskin used to say of. Mariel Diskin used to say of that there was a story of, in his time, there was a certain Jew who chose to convert to Christianity and wrote a three volume work uh, about all the bad things about the Jew. And of course, this created a tremendous amount of anti Semitism, that hearing from the inside all the bad things that's killer, which something weren't even true that they said about the Jews. And eventually, this person, beside Yamov, uh, decided he wanted to do tshuva. And had to do tshuva, and living like a Christian, and, and being wasted Jews the whole time, whatever it was. So, no one to talk to him. So, eventually, he went, just before he died, he kind of came to his daughter's house. And he said, I know that the world, all of you didn't consider me to be the biggest shagas and the biggest Russian. I'm sure I am, and everything else. But I have one thing to justify what I, what I did in my life. And this is a story he told his daughter, and she told it to Rabbi Yamin Deskin, who's the father of Mariel Deskin. Mariel Deskin is telling the story of her often. And he said that my fa- this Mishlumit, this Russia said, my father was a Talmud of the Yavitz, or Yaakov Emden. And the Yavitz Kiyudu, he was, uh, he, his whole life, he waged Muhammad against the Venice Nabishit. Kiyudu was a famous fight. So he said that my father was the Yavitz's man who used to publish all, all the letters against Rabbianus uh, Nabishitz. His job was to write them, write them, and publish them, and print them, or whatever it was. He was the Yavitz's guy for his, all the letters against Rabbianus. And he said, when I was born, it was always like the bracha that my father is, ah, the Vizchus, you're fighting against Rabbianus, and your son should go to the opposite of Rabbianus. As he said, that's all you want from me. That was the bracha that I gave me when I was born. I should grow to be the opposite of Rabbianus Naivishet. So he grew up to be the biggest Russia possible. Someone who wrote Sfarim against Yiddish guy, someone who was mostly Yiddish, who tried to convince him to convert. 
Now, that doesn't justify a person's Bechira, but just the Yisoyed there, and a real disc, and always to say from the story, is that whether the Yavitz thought he was right, for whatever reason, but to work with bringing up a child as against the God, Kilo, that, that's what destroys more than anything else. Right. You have a shit, so you have a disagreement with another rov, another poisek, another god, or whatever the case is. Okay, we can argue on the terms of halacha, just like the shachal gives the test. But you're going to go like ilu against somebody personally. He's not this, and he's bad, and he's whatever else. One second, he's considered to be an unchash. So what the child grows up with is a zilzal of terror, not a kavra terror, a zilzal of terror. And the problem is often parents who can know him think that other other we the man MS we have to fight against people we don't hold up. They're just destroying their children. Because they, all all the children see from that is that that instead of being a chabra the terror, people mazals in the terror. And they said, yeah, it's Israel also. I don't know which one the said it. So I don't know, very often it's people who maybe themselves weren't been a terror. But they they always with Mahabad Rabani. Whoever's gonna be he's a he's he's odd and godly you have to mechabed him. That the children got more quite terror from that then the father who thought that Adrab, he's, uh, no, he's a kanoi who's going to fight against whatever it is, the man, whatever he held the right principle is. Because the result of, of the Machlaikas is that it's, it destroys the covet of the children for what's considered, for someone who's considered a That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says that Machlaikas has the ability that even children get killed. Why? When it says Machlaikas is against Moshe. So Hashem said, Moshe said, B'Shem Hashem, that move bodily, separate yourselves from Karach's tents, because he and his wife and his children, his whole family are going down, there, going into the ground. So they did. They all got swatted up. And the Gemara said, What did the children do wrong? So the little kids, what did they do wrong? Karach was a rush. It was a dust of your Hashem. Why are they children? little kids. And the Gemara said, You see, Machlokas. Machlokas kills the children too. The feed Varani, you understand that. Machlaikas is Makalkal, your children. If Karaf's tent was Moshe's bad and Moshe's a rush and Moshe's everything else, what's he doing to his children? Instead of being Machshim, Moshe, the God Ladar, Moshe, the Navi, Moshe, the, the leader, that's, you, you, you're destroying the, you being Mazazlan, instead of being Machabit, you're Mazazlan. And you, therefore, that's the worst thing possible. Instead of give, giving the example of to look up to as Choshev, to be Machabit, the Torah, the Etzim you're giving a Chinach to Mazazlan, the Torah. If someone like Karach, he was perceived as a rabbi to Ruivam, so then to, to say something bad about Karach, your kids can now see that you're saying something bad about a rabbi. He's also part of someone who talk it. You, you, you have, have to know what people that. think. Huh? You have to know what people think. Then be careful because, like I said, the result of what you're saying is people are going to think. Oh, the results in terror. The results in someone is considered chashim, and it's not always someone who's so wrong. They work at that. They are going to change the world. Okay, doesn't mean we have done it to mechabit someone that we have to results in him. Sorry. I'm not talking about uh, the systems. I'm talking about Gedalia. No, but in, within that, they go to Yeshiva, they see that uh, this Makkashir, he's got anger, he's got temper, this Makkashir is... Okay, we'll talk about that. That's, that, that, that's, that's true. I'll say the parents too. Not everybody's perfect. 
right? The, the, what, what's considered chashev is considered chashev. It might not be plenty, it might not be plenty, but I'm not mezazel in 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 the in the, con- the, 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 the concept of terror. How to deal with individual who's no good? We'll still talk about it. But so one more point for that, and that is the same thing passes another point as well. And this is much more difficult for parents to do. It's much more difficult for parents to do. But here it needs because here there's something which needs chachma, and that is when it's negated to uh, not gedolim, not Torah as a concept, not whatever mail it is. It's negated to people and people who let's say your children's teachers, people your children's teachers. So. If it's going to become an Akoda that, you know, that, uh, the father considers himself a bigger Talmud Chacham than the Rebbe in the Chayla, which is very, very likely could be. But uh, what's going to happen is the child comes back and says, my Rebbe says, this is Pshat. So he says, your Rebbe is not Marit. I'll tell you Pshat. Right? So now, what's going to happen next? Although what's going to happen next. The child's going to go into class the next day, and he's going to tell the Rebbe, my father said, you're wrong, this is a Pshat. So you're, you're, you're your father? father's what he's doing. I'll tell you Pshat. Uh, all they're doing is they're destroying each other. They're destroying each other. The, the, the father will keep destroying the rebbe. The rebbe will keep destroying the father. Each one to, for its own covered. And now, what you've achieved is the child's machabah, the child's machshiv neither of them, because the one keeps saying the other one uh, does not what he's doing. The other, the first, he tells the other one does not what he's doing. It gets into a spiral, and they're just ruined for each other. Now, therefore, the starting point always has to be that if you don't agree with something the rebbe did, you said, shat to gave, halacha, you said, whatever the case might be, the obvious thing is. Say, I hear what you're saying. Let me ask him. He's, he's a chashav rebbe. He teaches well. I don't know why he said that. Let me ask him. I'm not being misalzal in him. I can see the island not like that. That's not the way I understood. He's a, but, but he's a good person. I want to ask him. I want to hear what he says. Maybe, and maybe he's takarat. Maybe he's takarat. Maybe he's takamachlokes. And it doesn't make a difference. The main thing was again. There's a makom to disagree. But not to misalzal him. And I'm saying it's the rebbe. If the, the parent, the, the child says, my father said this, my father said that, so then again, any, any rev who knows what he's doing in Chinuch, isn't going to put down the parent. They'll say, really? Okay, maybe your parent has a different mahalach. Maybe your father asked a different rev. The way I learned was like this. And then again, I'm allowed to express an opinion, I covered. But if it's going to become a, a, like a struggle, each one's trying to put down the other one, so then all you're doing is a child who's covered, will lose respect for both. As an area it's a bit more difficult, but as an area it's harsh. And then again, if there is something to discuss, and you don't agree with what the Rebbe is doing or saying or his mahalach, talk to him straight. Not direct the child, go to him directly. Discuss it. Like, why, why, why was that the... No, why did you say like this? Why did you act like this? Why did you do this? Whatever it's going to be. And, but there's a way to, that you can deal with something. But uh, to, to, to use the child as a way to tell him what you think about his, his teachers, again, for him, that's his teacher. That's what he's learning from. So it's like he's saying a son to Yeshiv and he's saying, you're in Yeshiv, Yeshiv, Yeshiv is really a very kind of guy. No, he's not that bad So what do you want to do to him? He's meant to be Yeshiv. If you're in Yeshiv, he's your Yeshiv, then you're meant to be Yeshiv. He's meant to be your example of who to look up to. To destroy that is destroying the cover the person has for Tehra. Or for people who come to Yechachomim. And like I said, the net result is going to be the child himself. Because he's going to be less interested in becoming a Talmud Chachim. The, when the person has the chashivas himself, this is what's chashiv. And this is what I want to do, because I want to be chashiv also. Good, that directs him to get there. But the more that you destroy that, and therefore the, the first casualty, the child himself won't want to be that. If, if I hear what my father says about the Rebbe every week, I'm going to be a Rebbe. You know, I hear what they talk about around the table about this person, that bro, whatever, I'm going to be a Rebbe. Why do I get in the firing now? 
it, it destroys the chashivas for them. It will destroy their their uh, what they're trying to be that too. And like I said, the first thing, the best, to sum up the three points is the number one. The best way to influence a child is by being machshev something yourself, which means you already are machshivas and he already sees you doing it. That's the best machshivas. But Torah, Tefillah, Avodah, whatever it's going to be. Chesed. The second point is, even if I don't find, I feel I'm the best example of that, but at least I look up to people who do do it. I'm the the people who are, good, who are shining examples of that matter. I say, that's, that's special. No, it's, that's really worthwhile. He's a person that's unbelievable. Look what he's doing. I match the people who do it, because then at least then, it, it, if I'm not creating the Hashivas personally, I'm giving the Hashivas the altar. I'm showing who I'm actually. But the worst thing to do is to mazalzal in somebody who's called a Rav, someone who's called a God. Or someone who's called the idea of a bentayra, because all it does it means that therefore they're not going to want to be like that. They're not going to want to. For them, it's now not something that they look up to or that they want to be. And uh, where they're talking about some somebody, even somebody who's like I said, their own teacher or whatever it is. Once the, you've destroyed in them the chashivas or something, so they're going to look for that chashivas somewhere else. That's not important. That's not worthwhile. That's not important. That's not valuable. So then, the chance of them wanting to go that route themselves is much more difficult. And even if we don't agree on the shit, so even if we don't agree with the psak, whatever it is, but we can argue respectfully. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a chashiv person. He also has an opinion. And, um, you know, we have this two ways to look at it. Okay, fine. But to take it from the chashivas of a person, because that's what I want to argue with him, is that not just taking the chashivas of that individual, it's really destroying in the child's eyes the whole idea of what the chashivas of, of Torah is. Uh.